I'm a real supersonic, pass the ball like magic. Sean Kim or Larry Bird, the old school Mavericks. I got basketball cards, gonna sing a little more. I got basketball cards, now enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Godfather Nate Milton. And right now, I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, show me your basketball cards. In the spirit of the great names of the past, like Dikembe Mutombo, and not Michael Jordan, but Baby Jordan, Harold Miner, Drazen, Arvidas, J.R. Ryder bringing that East Bay funk. I bring to you the man who met World Be Free and Danny Ferry, your host and my brother, Zaire, also known as Bandana Z. What's up, everybody? We are back with another episode of My Basketball Cards. It's October 2021, October 21st, 2021. The NBA season has just kicked off. And you know what? We're still talking about these impactful players uh, throughout the 1990s and 2000s. We're talking about their rookie seasons and uh, what they did. Before we go forward, shout out to Paris Alexa, who sings the theme song to this show, and to Brother Nate Milton, who does the show Introduction. Very, very thankful for their participation in my basketball cards. We are here to talk about today one of the most important centers of uh, the last 30 years. His name is the Admiral David Robinson. Now, most of you, when you talk about the San Antonio Spurs, you, you think about Tim Duncan and you think about, you know, his championships and everything. But before Tim Duncan, the big man for the Spurs was Dave Robinson. And he really, really did a great job in making that franchise a contender and eventually helping to lead them to their first championship. Um, but what we're going to talk about is his rookie season. Now, what happened with David Robinson a lot of you might not know this, is that David Robinson was the first draft pick of the 1987 NBA draft. And that draft was, um, you know, it had some talent in it. Um, the rookie of the year that year was Mark Jackson, who you may know as like former coach of the Warriors, also uh, NBA announcer. He definitely had... Um, a, a, a really good NBA career. I think he's Hall of Fame worthy because he was just a, a really good floor general. He didn't score a ton. Uh, he was a one-time All-Star, but really good at distributing the ball, and he made the most out of his talent, but we talked about Mark Jackson before. Uh, other notable players in that draft, Kevin Johnson, a multiple-time All-Star, uh, Scotty Pippen, who arguably is the greatest player in that draft. Uh, if you compare him with David Robinson, it's a great conversation to be had. Uh, Reggie Miller was also drafted uh, in that draft. Uh, those are, are some key players. Horace Grant is another guy. But with David Robinson, unlike everybody else in that draft, he did not participate in the NBA until the 1989-90 season because he played college basketball in Navy. And um, after his time playing for Navy, he did two years of military service uh, in 87, 88, and in 88-89. So he missed both of those seasons 
22, 23 years old. Um, I'm not sure if anybody would do that today with all of the money that would be at stake. And it was money at stake back then, no, no doubt. But uh, I don't know. I, I Maybe somebody out there would do it, but it just I can't see anybody doing that anymore. But anything's possible. Nonetheless, the 89-90 season, David Robinson shows up in the NBA. Lots of expectations of this big uh Giant center, seven foot one, two hundred thirty pounds, can run the floor. Um, he was a different kind of center. A lot of the centers during that time, they weren't as fast and as athletic as him. He was as fast and as athletic as a, as a power forward, uh, but still long like a center, a legitimate seven footer. So yeah, it was a lot of excitement about what he was going to be able to do after such a dominant college career. Just real quick, if you look at his um, collegiate numbers, which I'm working to fi- uh, pull up, his senior year, 86-87, uh, he averaged 28.2 points per game, 11.8 rebounds per game uh, during his senior season at Navy. So, you know, folks was really looking forward to see what he could do. And he did not disappoint. Uh, 89-90 first season, 82 games. He played every single game that season, shot 53% from the field, 73% from the free throw line. And during that time period, if you had a center that can knock down 70% or more of their free throws, that's good business um, because centers were getting sent to the free throw line a lot. He got uh, 10 free throws per game um, during his rookie season. Uh, David Robinson averaged 24.3 points per game his rookie year and 12 rebounds, also 3.9 blocked shots per game. Uh, His first game was actually against the Los Angeles Lakers. This was November 4th, 1989. Uh, David Robinson, and he led the Spurs to a victory, uh, 106-98 against the Lakers. The Lakers uh, dropped to 1-1 that day. Lakers also, that's this is like big time, prime time, showtime Lakers. Magic Johnson, 24 points that day. Byron Scott, 24 points. James Worthy led the Lakers with 25 points. Kareem, I believe, was retired. 89-90. No. Uh, I think this was Kareem's last year, but he did not play this game. Uh, Michael Thompson started. And he had uh, six six points, okay? David Robinson in his rookie game, first game, debut, 23.17 rebounds, three blocked shots, made 54% of his shots from the field, 78% of his shots from the free throw line. So what a great way to uh, debut in the NBA. You're going up against the NBA's uh, glamour top-tier franchise, and you win. So that just really was a great start. Um, He did lose his next two games, however, uh, losing a game to Portland, who was loaded, and Utah, who also had a great team. Um, But he scored 27 points in his third game, which was against Utah. He had 13 rebounds. He had double-doubles in each of his first four games. In his second game, which was a loss to Portland, he had 19 points, 18 rebounds, and eight blocked shots. Almost had a triple-double, but he did, however, get three triple-doubles his rookie season. 
and um, all of his triple doubles were uh, instead of the traditional way most people get points, uh, rebounds, and assists. All of his triple doubles were points, rebounds, and blocks. Um, so first triple double that he got, he actually got all three of his triple doubles in February of 1990. The first one came against the Charlotte Hornets when he had 27 points, 15 rebounds and 11 blocked shots, um, against Charlotte. Charlotte was a new franchise at the time, a newer franchise. I think they they were in their second year of existence. Um, the second triple double that season came against the Lakers, uh, another big game against the Lakers, this time a loss uh, where he had 23 points, 16 rebounds, and 10 blocked shots. And his third triple-double came three days later against Minnesota, February 23rd, 24 points, 12 blocked shots, 12 rebounds, and that was a win as well. Uh, He had 59 double-doubles that season, and San Antonio that year went 56 and 26 during the season. And I believe that was an improvement. Uh, they, they did that. They went to the second round of the playoffs and lost in seven games to Portland. So um, if you look at the year before, San Antonio was 21 and 61 the year before. So what a big jump from 21 and 61 all the way to 56 and 26. That's an, a drastic improvement, and David Robinson pretty much was the reason why um, things got a lot better fast. Um, David Robinson went on to have uh, one of the best careers uh, in NBA history for a big man. Uh, he averaged 21.1 points per game, 10.6 rebounds. Um, what else? Ooh, uh, three block shots per game. His, his top year as a, a shot blocker was 91-92 when he blocked 4.5 shots per game, and that was the one year he led the NBA in block shots. He led the NBA in rebounds during the 90-91 season at 13 rebounds per game, and, and he played all 82 games that year. And he also led the NBA in scoring. Uh, during the 93-94 season, he averaged 29.8 points per game. And he also, that season... Averaged a career high 4.8 assists. And if you can get a center that can average around five assists per game, that is rare in NBA history. And that means you're probably winning a lot of games uh, as well. If that center can be a high, like the best scorer in the league and a very great passing center, you're winning a lot of games right there. Um, But yeah, David Robinson, a great career. Um, like I said, won an NBA title um, that year that he won the championship. Man, I don't know why I'm having a hard time remembering. It was the strike shortened year uh, when they won their first championship. So that would be 1980, I mean, 98-99. Um, so he went so many years without winning a championship. Uh, and then finally they did that. Uh, during when Tim Duncan came along and they were called the Twin Towers. They weren't the first Twin Towers. Um, of course, you had before them Elijah and Ralph Sampson, but Tim Duncan comes along and during the 98-99 season, uh, they go and win the championship. David Robinson, a key player in that 
uh, run. He averaged 15.6 points, 9.9 rebounds, 2.4 blocks in 17 playoff games. And during his final season, um, 2002-2003, at 37 years old, David Robinson held on and um, played that final year. He averaged a career low eight and a half assists. That was the I mean, eight and a half points per game. That was the first season and his only season where he didn't average double digits. But he, he did start all 64 games, um, played a career low 26.2 minutes per game, shot a career low 46%. He was at the end, y'all. But he still averaged a near double-double with eight and a half points, 7.9 rebounds, and blocked uh, 1.7 shots per game. And uh, they won the championship in his final year. He played 23 games during the playoffs. They averaged 7.8 points, 6.6 rebounds. Uh, Once again, 37 years old, a lot of wear and tear on the body. Uh, But overall, a a durable player. Had one season where he missed or he played just six games. Um, And a lot of people think he could have played that year. He was 31. This is the year before they got Tim Duncan. A lot of people accuse San Antonio for sitting David Robinson out so they can lose out and get Tim Duncan or have a good chance of getting Tim Duncan with the lottery pick, and it worked for them. Um, Still, uh, David Robinson, one of the best players in NBA history, one of the most talented players in NBA history. Um, You know, hard-pressed to name 10 centers better than him. He probably definitely is a top 10 Top 10 center, I, I would say, yeah. Um, if someone can name 10 better than him, I get it. But, yeah, I would say probably the top 10. Um, overall career numbers, 20,790 points, which is 46th in NBA history. Um, actually, 41st in NBA history. Sorry about that. Uh, 34th and uh t- 32nd, sorry, in total rebounds, 10,497 total rebounds. And total block shots, 2,954. That's sixth all time uh, in NBA history. So that's uh, what we'll say about David Robinson. Um, You know, uh, anticipated rookie season. A lot of people uh, was excited to see him perform, and he did not fail to deliver. David Robinson, you know, culturally – Definitely was an impactful player. He had a he had a video game uh, named after him, and I I'm gonna try and look it up. I can't remember. I had that game too. I can't remember the total name of the game, but it was on Sega Genesis. Um, he the game didn't include like real players. It was like fictional players and him. Um, and this was like before. Or actually when like David Rob, I mean, when uh, Lakers were Celtics probably was just becoming a thing or, or you know, kind of like just getting um, started um, when you talk about the video game series that eventually turned into NBA Live. Um, but David Robinson's Supreme Court was the video game 1992. On Sega Genesis, it was a fun game to play. It definitely, um, I mean, it lets, it's a letdown when you got fictional players. But at the time, we weren't used to playing with the real players that much. So, you know, you had to kind of take what you could get. 
But yeah, it was fun for its time, fun to play and everything. Uh, David Robinson, Supreme Court, and he was tough to beat on that game too because he was the only real player. Anyway, <laughs> um, another thing, like he had his own shoe. Um, you know, he he was a he was a culturally impactful type of guy, and that's what we're talking about during this season. Uh, some of the cultural players that you might. Um, you know, you talk about Jordan, you talk about, you know, um, Larry Bird and well, Bird didn't play much in the 90s and 2000s, but Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. That's really what you hear about. And of course, we know Carl Malone and those types. But there were other players who definitely made a cultural impact, uh, maybe not as massive as Michael Jordan, but they made an impact for their time. And that's what we're talking about during this season. Thank you for tuning into my basketball cards. You can um, send us a tweet at Rebel Life Media on Twitter. Hit us up, ask questions, make suggestions. Appreciate the feedback. Thank you for listening to my basketball cards, and we will be back soon.